Welcome to the Lisa Lum Weekly Podcast. My goal with this podcast is to help you to discover ways to further develop your skills, challenge perceptions, and enrich your learning journey. Our growth journey is never done in isolation, but together, let us strive to live a purposeful life step by step. Please subscribe to the podcast, and to find out more, check out lisalumcoach.com. In today's episode, I'll be covering overcoming limiting beliefs. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to be accomplishing so much? What propels some people to do the things that you would consider as risky or courageous? One of the reasons lies in our beliefs, our belief system. Our belief system can either propel us forward or stops and limits our learning potential. Limiting beliefs, as the name suggests, holds us back or limits our learning potential. Do you have a desire to challenge and to overcome the barriers that are holding you back? In this episode, I will be sharing how you can start the process of overcoming your limiting beliefs. Our belief system will either propel us to a learning and growing mindset or prevents and stops you from moving forward, hence the term limiting beliefs. Our belief system is developed over time based on knowledge and experience. Depending on whether the experiences were positive or negative, our belief system will either propel us to do more or limit us in order to prevent risk or hurt. Limiting beliefs starts out from mistakes or small setbacks. In order for us not to experience any further disappointment, we will naturally move away from an activity or action that has caused us harm. Now over time, these beliefs shape the way we think and perceive the people and situations around us. I've held many long-term limiting beliefs, one of which was that I had no drawing talents whatsoever. This was further reinforced by the fact that the only subject in school that I've ever failed was art. Just to keep things in perspective, I still draw people as sticks. When I played Pictionary, it is a miracle how anyone could possibly guess what I am drawing. Let's just say it is not a pretty sight. Anyway, a couple of years ago, as part of my theme of the year, which was overcoming limiting belief, I decided that maybe I should think about challenging that particular limiting belief. Now the goal is not to be a Picasso, but to see if I could overcome this limiting belief and what the possibilities would be. I decided to try a few experiments on myself. Instead of drawing, what if I looked at alternatives, such as painting or even hand lettering, to try out different variations of drawing? So what did I do? I signed up for a sip and paint session, which claimed that even people who could not draw or have never painted could end up painting. Now, of course, the sip part of the paint was the motivation. It was exciting as the session started, and after three hours of full concentration, mostly fun, the outcome of that, in my eyes, was a pretty good copy of the subject. Now that was the start of my painting journey. It is obviously nowhere near the original painting, but it was mine. It was a symbol of overcoming my limiting belief. I might not be able to draw, but I could certainly paint. To be more accurate, I could follow instructions, and the outcome was surprising. Through my experience, I learned five simple things. Number one, painting 
And in most cases, any skill is a learned skill. You will need to learn techniques and processes and of course, put in the practice hours. So therefore, any skill will take time to learn and the initial learning curve will be steep. But once you have put into practice the techniques and processes, you will develop skills around the subject matter. Number two, setting the right expectations. Expectations are critical in terms of how you will view the learning process. If you have the wrong expectation, for example, if I had expected to be an expert painter after that one session, I would clearly be setting myself up for failure. It is unrealistic and not achievable. When you set the right expectation and appropriate milestones, you are then able to embark on learning anything with the right perspective. Let's take my painting as an example. My expectation of this session was to have fun, learn maybe one thing or so about painting and see what happens. Now during and after that session, not only did I enjoy it, but because of the outcome, the painting was somewhat decent, I deemed that to be an overwhelming success. Number three, be open to new challenges and possibilities. I went into the session with an open mind and ready to overcome my limiting belief. I wanted to see just what would happen if I gave it a shot, not just to be there, but to really try. If I really put in the effort, what would the result be? I believe that you too would be pleasantly surprised with what you can achieve if you gave it a go. Number four, you do need to put the effort in. There is no point paying lip service to wanting to overcome limiting belief if you're not willing to put in the effort. As they say, practice makes permanence. Number five, a sense of accomplishment. It is rather amazing how from a blank canvas, the end result is a beautiful painting. That painting will always be a symbol for me to keep on challenging my limiting beliefs. Realistically, there are limitations to what my skills are, but it's not about being perfect or the best. It is about being and doing the best that I can. Not for other people, but for me. It is not about letting fear of failure dictate my choices, but to allow failure to teach me what possibilities are still ahead of me. I would like to challenge you to think about one limiting belief that you would like to overcome. It could be anything. In fact, the next time you hear yourself saying, oh, I can't do that, stop and ask yourself, why can't I do that? What is stopping me from doing it? What limiting beliefs am I entertaining? Then start the process of challenging that limiting belief through three simple steps. Number one, identify the limiting belief. Be specific. Once you're able to identify it, you are then able to tackle it. Number two, identify the potential rewards or benefits. Ask yourself, what am I missing out because of this limiting belief? Is the benefit or reward more powerful than the limiting belief? Number three, identify and execute small, simple steps. What small, simple steps can I take to overcome this limiting belief? Start small and simple. Don't be overly ambitious or have unrealistic goals. Every step that you take is one step closer to overcoming that limiting belief, while every step that you're not taking 
is further entrenching that limiting belief. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I hope that you have learned at least one thing that you're able to apply into your everyday life. Let's be purposeful in our journey to live out the best version of you and your life. As always, please subscribe, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. To find out more, check out lisalumcoach.com. Take care and step into the everyday with purpose.